Welcome to the In the Pocket edition of the Game Sports Show. In the Pocket presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar for six years in a row, three years best wings. Located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, you can follow them on Instagram, which is tagged at Sports Center SSM, or Facebook, which is tagged at Sports Center SSM. TGEM and the Game Sports Show and Sports Center have been a family for over five years. Sports Center is the first original home recording of the Game Sports Show Canada, and if you want to watch the game, be part of a great sports atmosphere while having delicious food there is no better place or bar literally in town get there today or you may miss us or miss out on another great night from the Sioux's best sports bar now let's get kicked off with in the pocket hosted by david mckay jr joined by co-hosts justin heichel ej russell jamie antonello and tyler Wollett. booyah and it's time for the game sports show this is the in the pocket edition season five Episode 16, it is your host, David McKaig Jr. And as I say, episode 16, well, it could technically be episode 16 slash 17 slash playoff week. But you know what? Just so I have to say that for the entirety of the show. Very simple. In the pocket, season five, episode 16. Happy New Year edition of the Game Sports Show, where we are going to be talking all things football. And as I mentioned who I am at the top, David, I am joined by the one and only Justin Heichel here for the show. Justin, my friend, how are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Trying to stay warm today. Yeah, it is freezing. If you're in Sioux, Ontario, now, if you're not from Sioux, Ontario and you're listening from, you know, maybe another city in Ontario, another place in Canada, maybe you kind of understand what we're talking about. But if you're in the United States, which we do have a good chunk of listeners in the States, or maybe if you're overseas, yeah, guess what? You may not have the same experiences that we have, or maybe you do, depending on where you're at. But minus 30 degree weather, you literally freeze your ass off. The kind of weather where your dog gets let outside, looks at you and says, fuck you, comes back in the house. That's exactly the kind of weather that we have going on here in the Sioux hike. I don't know if you have a better way to put it, but we were talking dogs off air and it's fucking cold outside. No, that's that's what I got going on right now. She looked at me and she's like, dude. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You're a husky. Like this is this is a you. This is you. This is a you problem. I don't <laughs> lifting up the paws. Mine has an Aussie doodle. It really isn't a big, let's say, make for the winter. He loves the snow, but when it's this cold, he's like, "Get me the hell inside." Now, hike. This is our first show that we've had in a little bit here for in the pocket. Our last show was December sixteenth. That's about a month ago. And the reason why for the delay because of a couple reasons. One, we had our Christmas vacation, our New Year vacation, all that, if you will, where we take a couple weeks off during the Christmas holidays and the overall holidays in general so there's a couple weeks right there eating up and then yours truly was in the Cayman Islands until January the 12th and EJ uh, was unable to host a show on uh, in January for the first week in my absence Uh, so we decided to postpone that show as well so three postponements and that is due to the holidays and also uh, for me being out of country and I gotta say the reason why I mentioned out of country oh my god Justin, I was telling you this off air, and I'm going to make listeners jealous. It's 35-degree weather in the Cayman Islands. I was sitting on the beach for 10 days, absolutely soaking it up, and then you come back to this, and it makes you – 
appreciate that you can go certain places, but I don't mean that in a bad way because I know travel restrictions are really big, uh, back in full effect, if you will, here in Ontario, especially. Uh, and I know some people haven't had the ability to travel. So I really encourage if you do have the ability to do so, but when you, we do get uh, the ability to travel more freely again, I encourage everyone to book those trips and get somewhere to get that mental refresh that we all deserve. Let me tell you, everyone with this COVID going on for the past couple of years, plus it's, uh, it's going to be, you know, a certain uh, little degree of a hiccup in the road, if you will. Uh, but there is certainly a lot of things that hopefully down the road we can look forward to. And that is maybe travel freedom. And I hopefully everyone can have that enjoyment. I was very happy to enjoy it when I did, but coming back to Ontario, it's certainly been a little bit of adjustment, especially for my field of work outside of the show. And I got to mention as that segues to our sponsorships, that here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, we, and also in Ontario, I should say, uh, that we are in another lockdown. Now, obviously, New Canada, Year, new lockdown. New Year, new lockdown. Canada has a new, it's it's all over Canada, okay? There's a lot going on here in Canada. The states are a little bit of a different universe, if you will, a kind of reference that people are using. The multiverse is over across the river, it feels like. Uh, so here in Ontario, uh, and also Canada, there's lockdowns, as I mentioned, but here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, they'll specifically talk about right now. Uh, obviously, restaurants are not open, uh, in-house dining, all the fun stuff there is not currently going on. If you want to go outdoor dining, that is an option, but it's really cold outside. And, you know, that's still good to go support those local businesses. So if you do, I encourage you to stay warm so you don't get the flu or potentially even uh, make sure you stay safe so you stay away of getting uh, COVID-19. However, uh, with the closures and the lockdown, I do encourage full local, okay, go local for your purchases, all right? And Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar, six years in a row, swings three years in a row. It's right in our beginning of the show. We talk about it on each show here. And for Sports Center itself, uh, they they are located on Wellington Street West, and they are available for uh, takeout uh, that you can reach out to. You can just give them a search. Uh, you can simply go to Google, and you can find their number on there, or you can simply just stop by. Uh, for overall, for Sports Center Bar and Grill, you can call them at 705-946-2826. Uh, uh, and I believe that with Sports Center, they'll be very pleased to assist you, of course, uh, and all the businesses here in Sioux City, Ontario will be able to as well that are open. Uh, for those who are currently closed, which we do have a close friend of myself and Heichel, Dustin Grondin, uh, as a closed river for this locked down until they are uh, able to reopen. So there's some restaurants that are doing takeout, some that are not. Make sure you check that out before you do so, but sticking with Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sioux Ontario's best sports bar. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram and make sure you support them, support all things local. I cannot stress that enough. Now, Justin, we, we talked about businesses here. We talked a little bit of the lockdown, how cold it is overall, but you know what? Things that did pick up in the last three weeks that we did not get the opportunity to talk about were a few things. One, a lot of things happened in the standings. A lot of things happened in terms of the games that we will get to. And we also have a playoff picture that we'll get to. But first, I think fans of the show, listeners of the show, are going to want to know the results of the pickup. So I will come in hot right now and say that the standings in the pickup were finalized as follows with EJ finishing first, yours truly finishing second, Heichel finishing third, and then Tyler Willette finishing 
fourth. And it was certainly a pretty loose week uh, for the <laughs> week of the season. Let me say on week 17, uh, maybe there wasn't a whole lot of dedication in terms of picks, but uh, it was finalized uh, that EJ Russell is the regular season pick uh champion. So he'll be receiving uh, the, uh, the, the pick trophy. Uh, this year, or will it be a belt? It all depends on what we can get in terms of accessory for that. But I will let listeners know that we will be having a playoff pick them as well. So we still will have a pick them segment within this show that you can kind of reference your picks based on our picks. Now, uh, EJ and Tyler are not here on the show today, nor is Jamie Antonello as Jamie has been off for the entirety of the season so far. Uh, but with EJ and Tyler, they will have their picks. in. So the only picks that you're going to hear though, are going to be from myself and Justin. So number two and number three, you may not be hearing from number one, but I still say and call it bullshit. I don't think it's really him picking it. I think he. I, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet with our picks. No. <laughs> so we'll have to pick them. They'll be later on uh, in the show, uh, but we'll be talking about the playoff picture and the games that are actually getting underway today. Uh, so, you know, this uh, podcast is going to be uploaded. You have the opportunity to listen while watching the game. So, you know what? There's a lot of opportunity there where it could be a full fledged football weekend for you as the playoffs get kicked off. Very exciting. Now, Justin, I know people are going to say, okay, what are your favorite teams? Maybe people that are newer to the show, make sure you hit like follow and subscribe. But even before that, Justin, there was a big show upload, okay? And I'm trying to get all this news out onto this show between this show and our upcoming Top Shelf edition. There's be a lot of criteria to get into and caught up with. So I want to make sure listeners hit like, follow, and subscribe on all of the Game Sports Show uh, platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Check out the website. Make it the desktop on your home, uh, home on your mobile phone or tablet, even your computer. Uh, but I must really promote the Game Entertainment and Media TGEM Network YouTube channel that had a pre launch show uh, prior to our vacation on the holidays, which was with Theo Flurry. Uh, we are certainly appreciate all the great feedback that we've been receiving from listeners and friends of the show and friends of ours. Uh, it's definitely been fantastic to see that. But the YouTube channel, there's going to be a full TGEM network platform launch. January the 24th is the projection of that launch, which is on Monday. And no, not this Monday. It will be the following uh, Monday for that. And there'll be more information leading up to that in our upcoming shows and throughout some video releases on our site and YouTube channel. So make sure you hit uh, subscribe on that channel. Whole lot to get to. You know, I'm trying to take a breath as much as I can, Justin. I think I touched on everything as best as I can. I th- hopefully everyone is able to follow. But as I said, we'll be having some more information on other shows as well as on our platform. So keep an eye on all that, but check out that Theo Flurry show, Justin. It was a great show with myself and par with them. My goodness. I, I, I still get shivers from some of the stories that Theo was telling about absolute hockey legend. Theo Flurry is. Okay, it was, <clears throat> I was surprised how candid a lot of the stuff was to be completely honest. That's and he just, and he just kind of like kept going. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, fun fact for the listeners with Theo Fleury, we had a, it was 30 minutes that was supposed to be timed with him. Okay. That was the original plan with him and, uh, and his assistant because he's a busy guy. Okay. He may be very quite active on social media that people know, uh, but you know what? He is uh, always working, always doing different podcasts. He's doing his own podcast. He's uh, he's got a lot on his plate. Okay. Uh, he's also has a life outside of what he does. So while we were doing the show and you can hear it midway through that uh, we were kind of leaning towards a wrap up and we didn't get to a lot of things, but Theo stopped 
and stopped us and said, no guys, I have a, I'm, I make sure I have a lot of time here. I want to spend more time with you guys. It was all mentioned into that show that you can check out. So that was really cool for him to say that openly. I kept that in there. I didn't edit anything, nor do we really edit anything on the show. Justin can attest to that. We'd like to keep everything as is recorded, uh, unless some major blooper. Sometimes we should, sometimes yeah. we should edit things. Yeah, sometimes we should, but unless there's a major disconnect where we all have dead air, then yeah, we edit that. But that was all from start to finish. Uh, and like, we don't follow a script. I'm not reading one now. We never do for the show. That's kind of our rule. And I obviously I had notes that I want to touch on with them, like just little bullet points. But so everything was all free flow with that show. And that was amazing, all real. So you can check that out on our YouTube uh, channel. But if you don't want to access YouTube, you're unable to, whatever reason, it has still been uploaded to our website, still uploaded to all where you can get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all over the place. If you have issues getting it, you can just let me know and I'll even send it to you direct. I don't really care. I'll make sure that you listen to it because certainly a fantastic episode, but a lot more big things coming uh, with our special edition uploads and a lot of our shows, speaking of our shows, all of our new shows uh, starting that week as well. Everything will be transitioning to video uh, slowly, but surely from the new side independent on shows. Uh, so we will start having video for our new shows, not just for our special edition uploads, which of course have been all hockey kind of uploads, but you know what? There's a lot more guests coming from other sports baseball and yes football as well so a lot of big things coming very very excited now that i've spent a good chunk of almost 10 minutes going through a whole bunch of your wrap-up that you need to know with the game sports show we're going to kick it off with our in the pocket edition right off the hop here uh obviously as i mentioned powered by the game entertainment media but as i mentioned presented by sports center bar and grill Samuel ontario's best sports bar justin I want to go here because, like I said before, I went to that point about our special edition upload. The fans want maybe that are new, don't know what teams we cheer for. I'm a Steeler fan. You're a Colt fan. EJ's a Browns fan. And I believe, if I remember correctly, Tyler is a Lions fan. He kind of goes all over, it seems like. But he is a Lions fan. Uh, so we got – and obviously Antonello is a, um, a Saints fan. He's a former Buccaneers fan but switched teams, and we all know how much controversy that caused on this show when that started, all the chirps from myself and Hike in particular. But I mean, to be honest, I, I can understand why he's made no appearance this season after he decided he no longer wanted to be a Bucks fan because Jameis Winston just broke him. <laughs> and then Jameis Winston became the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints this year. And the Bucks won the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> yeah, like it's just, I get it. I understand. And I, I'm compassionate to that. I totally get it. And I, I, it's, you know what? Sometimes you just got to, you got to do what you got to do. And a recent engagement for him as well. I don't know if we said congratulations to him yet on the show. I believe we might have on a previous one. But if we didn't, Jamie, sorry, <laughs> but we did talk to you in person so or, or through text. So either way, you heard from us. But he was recently engaged uh, as well with his uh, fiance Emily. Uh, so that's, he's been quite busy this season. We're very hopeful to uh, have him come back for, if it's during this playoffs, but even going into season six next year, uh, where hopefully we can start going back to live in-person shows. That was the plan this year but obviously yeah, we crazy couldn't, we couldn't we that was our plan we had all arranged december back into in person at the absolute latest but then things came up and then lockdown came up so it's been a, certainly been an adjustment so we appreciate that for listeners but as i was saying justin as i kind of veered off uh, but the colts are your team and the steelers are my team let's get this out right away and i'm not chirping I'm, i don't do that uh but I know I did get some texts saying that isn't Heichel a Colts fan and aren't you a Steelers fan? And I admitted it and they said, okay, so now 
the Colts did lose to Jacksonville in their final game. The, St- the Steelers beat the Ravens in overtime. Now, for the Steelers to get into the playoffs, it was that between the Raiders and Chargers, all they had to do was they didn't have, they couldn't tie. Okay. And I was sitting in the Cayman Islands and I was sitting there saying, I almost want to make a bet in Vegas or whatever app. And I wanted to bet. (laughs) I was going to bet that there was going to be a tie between the Chargers and Raiders. Okay. I was like, I'm a Leaf fan and as a hockey, as a hockey fan, I'm a Jays fan and for baseball. So being an overall Toronto fan, we get all that things that you don't think will happen do happen to us. Okay. And I can relate to fellow Toronto let me give you a quick synopsis in my weekend last weekend. <laughs> All right. The Leafs are up 4 1 over Colorado. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's a good time to go to the grocery store and get some snacks. I'm going to throw in a props ticket for the late game and uh, come back home, fire up the TV in the garage. And it's like 2013 all over again. Like, I don't even think I ate my chips. I just think I had left them there and went to bed. I was just like, fuck this. Not dealing with this shit. And then Sunday, wake up, all fired up. You know what? Colts should beat the Jags today. That's no big deal. Playoffs next weekend. Awesome. No, Carson Wentz doesn't even know how to football all of a sudden. Literally the biggest egg I've ever seen since, I don't know, the Andrew Raycroft trade. (laughs) <laughs> like honestly a lot of hockey biggest, references right now uh, currently like, I, I honestly don't i i don't want to be offensive to the person or the player you know you know what i mean but like i've i i play touch football and there's quarterbacks in the touch football league that like they don't their brains work faster than his was going in the jays game like i don't know what happened out there it's like jonathan taylor would make a play and then Carson Wentz would have to try to make an equal play because he's jealous that Jonathan Taylor made a play. And it's one of, like, honestly one of the best things that whatever. We know we lost, and if we're going to play like that, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And kudos to Roethlisberger for, you know what I mean? This is like his last ride. It's like the Undertaker's kind of last go. It's ben Roethlisberger's last ride, except he's got a helmet on on the motorcycle this time, and away he goes. <laughs> Uh, you know, See, but that's like, a great example uh, of what your last weekend was, man. Like, and, and like I said, there's different hockey references on this show right now, and that's obviously a football show, but great examples to use because, and we'll talk more about. I had a stat with at least how many 4 1 leads they have blown since 2013, and it's astronomical. I've talked about it on the show numerous times, and we've, we've had the same topic, but you bring up a good point with the Colts about, and speaking of stats, they haven't won in Jacksonville. Hike like they it, they haven't won I believe in the last six or seven meetings in Jacksonville I don't know if you can correct me on that but I believe I was reading a stat through ESPN I, I, since 2015 is the yeah. last time they won in Jacksonville yeah see and that's where when I was I was almost gonna start betting it while I was away and the reason why is because I got a little shorter on money and uh, there's not really the option to take out money in the Cayman Islands you know you're kind of take your cash or you got your visa that's the that's the way it goes and to avoid using credit cards you know I was gonna try to see if there's any way to and I was going to predict that because the, fa- the the favorites to win the game were the Colts. Okay. So if you were going to bet on Jacksonville, it would be a decent little payout. Uh, but the tie between the Chargers and Raiders, I'm sitting 
in the living, I'm seeing at my friend's place down there in the Cayman Islands, and they, they, I'm sitting in the, in the living room area, and the football game's on, and the, the Raiders are, you know, the, the Raiders and Chargers, you know, the lead's pretty, uh, it's, you don't think anyone's going to come back from that, they do come back from that, and then they go into overtime, and I'm sitting there going, here we fucking go, <laughs> like, <laughs> give it to me, yeah, let it happen, and I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting throughout the entirety of that overtime, Two two minute warning hits. I looked over uh, at our at our friends and I said, "Yep, <laughs> we're not in the playoffs anymore. The Steelers are they're, they're going for the tie." Yeah, that's it. I thought, and then the Chargers called a timeout. And I know this has been. We're not going to talk too much about last week because it's obviously been talked about on a lot of our sports outlets. But I think we have to talk about it a little bit because it involves two of our teams that we cheer for, and it's the story that I think we should connect on and. The Chargers took a timeout. I remember saying, they want to win this game. The Raiders were playing that out, okay? I know Derek Carr was kind of open where they came into the game saying they wanted to win, but obviously things changed when he mentioned in that same comment, they said, yes, the strategy changed when they called timeout. So he didn't say his strategy changed from winning, Okay, but I'm sure in the playoffs when there's two minutes left, like, all right, you know what? Let's not get injured. Let's not have any injuries. Let's just play this out. We have enough time on the clock where we can we can play it out. We can get a tie. And, yeah, if the Chargers get in. But you know what? Maybe the Raiders also looked and said, fuck, I don't know if I want to play the Chiefs. You know, so, like, there was a lot of that that the car and the Raiders got to determine their own fate. But you have a scenario where the Chargers go call a timeout and I'm sure they were like, what the fuck? We were going to probably play this game out. And that's where yeah, I was looking at my friends. I don't know. I think You don't think so? I was looking at my friends. I'm saying, I think that that's going to put a fire up Carr and the Raiders' ass, and they're going to win the game because of that right now. No, I think the Jacobs run after that was the deciding factor in kicking the field goal. I don't really – I don't know that that timeout made or, break, made or broke anything. It gave them a chance to think, for sure. <laughs> but – I don't – if if that run doesn't happen after the timeout, then I think they go – the tie happens. But, I mean, that was a rock-solid run. I mean, uh, Jacobs wanted to win that game for sure. Yeah, he's had a good emerging little game there. You know, there's been – I don't want to say he's a late bloomer, but he – I know – No, he's a good running back. He just – I think he's been hurt a little bit this season. Yeah, you know what? Like you mentioned with the Colts, you guys got, you know <laughs> – you guys had the running game down pat this year, you know, things just looked very good. And yeah, you can't, you that. can't do fuck all. If you can't pass the ball in the NFL, no nope. being a one dimensional team, does you no good? Nope. I mean, the Jags had nothing to lose. It was their last game of the season. And to be honest, some of these guys were playing to not be cut or playing for a spot on the team next year. And so what's the best way to do that? Make this scary playoff team. You know what I mean? Dan Orlovsky, ESPN was telling that that's the Kansas City's worst nightmare, the Indianapolis Colts. Guess what? Fucking Carson Wentz was the Indianapolis Colts' worst nightmare. Guy makes decisions like I make decisions in the fucking bulk barn. <laughs> like, if you leave me in there for three days, I'll still be in there when you come back trying to figure out if I want dinosaurs, Swedish fish. You know what I mean? Like, he fuck Carson Wentz drops back in the pocket is like, well, I don't want to do I want to pass? Do I want to run? Do I want to, you know what? Fuck it. Deep. Someone's down there. Yeah. The DBs. There they are. You know like, what? I don't, I don't, 
I felt bad for you, man. I felt bad for you. I felt so bad for you. I didn't even. I'm I'm happier it happened last week and not in the playoffs. See you, you know, that gives another another fan base a chance to go to the playoffs and maybe enjoy it. Because if that happened this weekend against the playoff team, I wasn't. Oof, I would have gone outside and froze to death. Just sat out there, just steaming, mad, and then I would have been a hikesicle afterwards. You know what? Honestly, I felt so bad for you, my friend. And the only thing I wanted to talk about last week, uh, because it certainly did not turn out the way that people thought it was going to turn out. Right? Yeah, you know what? That's that's the fun part about sports. Yeah. So, in like for Steelers fans, I mean, how many guys went into last weekend thinking, you know what I mean? This is it. See you later, Big Ben. Uh, yeah, this was I, we honestly I thought the Colts like, betting wise, I, I made me very uh, believe based on the stat in Jacksonville. Uh, but I had there was a lot of money to be made last weekend. That's for sure. I was hope I was in hope on Sunday, uh, and then for some reason, where I lost hope was actually in the overtime against the Raiders and Chargers because of previous sports PTSD, uh, and I really feel that the, the Steelers locked out getting in and now they do have a tough, a tough road ahead of them though. Right. They, they we're going to talk about the playoffs here in just a few moments and it's going to be very interesting. Uh, the playoffs, I think it's not going to be as sound as people believe it is, but uh, I, I think that the Steelers are in and it's that based on, they didn't give up in that last game against the Ravens. You know, they, if, if you got a chance, if you're in the playoffs, you got a chance. Exactly. Exactly. And they have the um, they have a good they have Watt in the back end. They got some def- the defense that could win you a game. This defense have had some issues this year, uh, but they have a team that could make a decent run. Are they the best team in the playoffs? No, uh, in terms of uh, roster based, but they definitely have a team that can make things interesting. That's for man. Sure. Joe, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Very true. The guy that people don't talk about really anymore, but football playoffs justin that's all that we'll really touch on with last week because as i said we could talk about the last three weeks that we have missed but that makes absolutely yeah, no no one wants to hear me crying for an hour <laughs> that but no everyone loves to hear people cry look at somebody named steve dangle who makes <laughs> who makes a living off yelling about the toronto maple Leafs. yet another hockey reference on a football show we have fun i guess but Football, sticking with the playoffs coming up today, Saturday, January the 15th. Typically, these shows, and I mean are in the pocket editions, are recorded on Wednesdays. But it got moved this week based on, yes, my arrival time from travel, but also uh, because of making sense for when the playoffs aligned to start today. We felt that it made sense to upload a show when the playoffs started. And today at 4.30, you got the Raiders and Bengals. you got the Patriots and Bills tonight at 8.15. Those are the two games on the docket today. Tomorrow, we got some more games on uh, the schedule, and that would be for the Eagles and Buccaneers at 1. we got the Niners and Cowboys at 4.30. Uh, we got the Steelers and Chiefs at 8.15. And then the Monday Nighter, which is a doozy. Oh, Cardinals and the Rams at 8.15. And the reason why I tell you the times, just to remind you, just in case when you're listening, you want to mark it on your phone without having to open up an app uh, on your phone. You're listening to us already. You may as well just write down those times and t- the games that are going on. Currently, while we're talking, it's 12.35 p.m. And the Raiders are the first game in the playoffs. And myself and Heichel, are going to go back and forth with our picks uh, for our pick'em playoff edition. And then we're just going to go 
back and forth on some news when we think about some of the games. We may dive into a game a bit more than the other, but we're going to have fun uh, just going back and forth for about the next 10 minutes or so to kind of lead us towards the wrap-up of the show. And I'm here to remind you uh, that this is Sports Center Bar and Grill. The show is... Uh, Obviously, in the pocket is presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Stephen Ontario's best sports bar, six years in a row, and uh, best wings, three years in a row. Mm, fantastic. But other sponsors on the show, got to give a shout out to Little Caesars Pizza, which is our power for our special edition uploads. Mike Flamley, a big fan of the game sports show, Flams is. Love to see it. And also, Northern Superior Brewing Company. They are quite active on their social media page are uh, the Northern Superior Brewing Company in the tap room at uh, Northern Superior. And they also have the outdoor dining with the fire going on. People are bundled up. I don't know if it's the right day to really go do that, but Northern Superior is doing it. They've had such a great uh, changeover this summer uh, and one of the more popular and actually is a very popular spot uh, in town to go to. So, and it's got some great beer that's made by our friend Blake Winter. Mm, fantastic. So many beer options uh, available and their product is, is brewed around 50 restaurants and bars within the region. That's how popular Northern Superior is. So if you haven't had it, and if you're from out of town, try to order some or something or go to your LCBO. Maybe they're or in your LCBO somewhere. That's Northern Superior Brewing Company. Uh, make sure you give them a follow on social media. Uh, that's Facebook and Instagram. And make sure you go by to pick up and support them, uh, especially from the local front. And I want to give a shout out uh, to uh, also... Uh, to Thrush Creative Co. Sorry, and the reason why I want to give a shout out to Thrush Creative Co. Additionally here is because Aaron Robinson, the designer of our website, he did such a fantastic job. Hike, you can attest that. Our website, I think, is just really simply laid out. It's fantastic. Uh, all the lists that you need, all the shows that you need, everything uh, is there. And soon to be, we'll be adding uh, the YouTube uh, section of the episode so you can direct you right to the YouTube page so there's a little ad placement for you midway through the show as we transition from a different segment to another and that segment being playoffs Heichel let's go to you first my friend about your pick them for the for the playoff this current round as you would say the wild card round uh, then I will make my picks and then we'll have some back and forth as we lead toward the conclusion of today's in the pocket edition all right all right all right well uh, today surprisingly I'm uh, I'm gonna take the Raiders over the Bengals I think with what the Raiders got going on right now, it's kind of like one of those team of destiny things, maybe. I mean, their team, their season's been such an absolute shit show. And then, you know what I mean? The legend, John Madden, passing away. I mean, we didn't really touch on that, but we'll toss that one in there real quick. I mean, everyone, there's not much more we can say that hasn't already been said by the rest of the world. But, I mean, um, yeah, uh, so that's – I'm taking the Raiders in that one. I'm taking the Bills over the Patriots. Only, like, fuck the Patriots. Everybody knows that. Uh, Tampa over Philly because I don't understand how Philly's in the playoffs. Um, I'm taking the 49ers over Dallas because I don't, Dallas hasn't done anything to impress me the last couple weeks of the season. Like I had Zeke in fantasy, he got 43 yards a game for eight games this year. Big whoop. Um, that Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell who's uh, the rookie for San Fran, has looked like it's going to be a pretty solid running back. Um, if Jimmy G can't do it, I'm sure Trey Lance can for the 49ers. So, I mean, they got that going on too. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't count out Dallas's passing game, but I'm taking San Fran for sure. Um, I'm on the big Ben bandwagon in the next one, Kansas City and Pittsburgh. I'm taking Pittsburgh in a shocker. Uh, probably going to be a tight game, but I'm taking Pittsburgh in that one. And then the Monday nighter, I'm taking the Rams. I'm, I'm buying into the super team thing there in LA. 
You know what? The picks, Justin, this week, I don't think are going to be as easy as people think it is. I don't really I, – I love your approach to it because I think we have a very similar approach, which is not too common, all of us. And I love the differences of opinion on the show, which makes the show um, – I, I feel more of a biased opinion, I guess you can say, but makes it great because we do have a difference in opinion. Where on our hockey show, it's great as well, but we have a lot of similar – kind of tastes when it turns of, of hockey because we have the same team that we trade cheer for three of us main four hosts uh, so not that it takes away from the entertainment factor but with football it's just i feel you know there's a lot of a lot of i guess kind of gray areas or kind of suspect picks that you can make and it can pull out for you right with hockey if you it can literally go i think any way with basketball NBA is NBA uh, baseball. All baseball is probably the most unique sport that can go any way almost, but football certainly makes things interesting. This week is no different. And I'm going to actually go with the Raiders over the Bengals as well. I love that you brought the John Madden, the way they're riding. That's my exact point. I'm not going to go any further. You hit the nail on the head. I got the bills over the Patriots because you also said it there about the Patriots. Uh, the Buccaneers over the Eagles. Cause guess what? You said it about the Eagles. How the hell? Um, but they're not beating the bucks. Okay. Cowboys over the Niners though, is my difference. I kind of, I'm buying the Cowboys, you know, they, they need to, they're due for a little bit of a, a run. And I think it's going to be a good chance for them to beat the 49ers, but I don't see the Cowboys uh, making it past the next round though. Just a little spoiler for other picks, the Steelers over the chiefs. And yes, a, because it's a bias pick. B, because I cheer for them, which connects to my bias pick. But C, just because there has to be a shocker this week, and why the hell not? Big Ben is not done yet. The Chiefs have made the Super Bowl back-to-back years. Time for an earlier exit, if you will, and what better than for Pittsburgh to do it? So there's my three reasons. Yes, the Chiefs are a better team. They are severely favorites in this football game by a good chunk. But you know what? That means shit. Go Steelers, go. Rams over the Cardinals. Maybe very tough. I picked the Cardinals for 98% of their games this year. <laughs> and I actually said that the earlier this year, and you can rewind to that clip in episode one, where I kind of had the Cardinals in as, a, let's just say, a favorite to maybe be a finalist for the Super Bowl. And I said that for the same as the Bills. I know the Bills were my technical favorite going in this year. So obviously both teams are in a wild card position and I'm going to be talking against myself from the beginning of this year, because the Rams, you said it right then and there, when you were talking, Justin super team buy-in with, with the LA Rams, I am feeling it. And Matt Stafford's their quarterback, baby. I love it. Lions fans. I know you may or may not love it. I hope you do. Cause I think Lions fans should love it because he bled for that team for years. And now hopefully he can have some good lengthy playoff success. As I flash my phone up here at my camera, we're not even doing video yet. I guess I got to get used to that. That's why I'm doing additional practice, but those are my picks. Tiebreakers 28, 21 Steelers over the chiefs, 28, 14, sorry, Cowboys over the Niners. And I have Tampa getting the most points this week and the Hagels getting the least. I will be surprised if the Eagles get more than 14 points and I'll be surprised if the Buccaneers don't get more than 28 this week. So <laughs> I, I will flat out say those are my picks going to be interesting and here to remind everyone that EJ did win the regular season pick where he won the trophy which we did have named the Blake 
winter Pick'em Trophy, Justin. I was just looking on the phone when Jamie got presented the first edition a couple years back. We didn't have one last year. Uh, the Blake Winter Pick'em Trophy, which, of course, we just talked about Blake Winter being the brewmaster at Northern Superior Brewing Company. So that is going to EJ this year, but we'll see who's going to be winning the playoffs uh, for our Pick'em this year. So that's our picks, Ike. I want to go to you, talk about some news, talk about a game you want to talk about. We can go back and forth about it, pick up another game, talk about it briefly uh, as we lead towards our conclusion. We've got another about five, ten minutes left to to go through here before we wrap up. Well, I mean, I think you just touch a little bit on the uh, the firings we've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Matt Nagy in Chicago. No one's yes. really uh, no one's really surprised on that one. Um, I, everyone kind of expected that to happen mid season, but Chicago has a history of never firing a coach mid season. So, uh, expected. We saw that coming. Um, Joe Judge in New York, uh, the Giants, after his really, really, really weird postseason press conference where he said, you know, the Giants, you know, people want to come here. This is a place people want to play. Uh, not really. You don't have a quarterback. Um, like there's tools there, Kenny Galladay, um, Darius Tony, the rookie they drafted, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Darius Slate. I mean, I can keep going here. Yeah. Um, Daniel Jones can't figure it out, and then uh, the GM retired, and uh, spontaneously Joe Judge was fired after that. Um, so I mean, I, that's a relief for the Giants fan base again, but that team really hasn't been able to. I mean, much like my Colts, they haven't found stability at the quarterback position since uh, the Manning left. So, um, I mean, what else we got? Uh, David Culley in Houston kind of got hosed. I thought, you know, putting up a 4-12 and record with a rookie Davis Mills at quarterback and your only offensive weapon being Brandon Cooks, um, not having much of a defense, I thought he did pretty well in Houston, and they gassed him. Uh, so I think he, he was maybe set up to fail in that situation after the whole Deshaun Watson debacle. Um, Brian Flores in Miami getting fired after winning that what, surprised. Eight, eight, eight games in a row, Yeah, I think, or nine games in a row. Uh, but I think I was reading something this morning. They said reports were saying, I guess his staff said he stopped having meetings. Uh, he wasn't talking to players. They weren't really – they were kind of just winging it for the last couple weeks of the season. Whether that's true or not, and this is just, you know, some attention grabbing headline stuff, but um, I don't think he deserved to get fired. I mean, maybe maybe he was doing that stuff to try to get fired, force his way out, um, you know, with all the early on Deshaun Watson Tua trade rumors. But and he was able to win that many games with Tua. So I don't think Tua is that bad of a quarterback. So uh, that's an interesting one there. There's a lot of a uh, lot of job vacancies. That surprised me was the Miami Dolphins one because of his streak. Now, with mentioning the rumor with uh, the meetings and sometimes that may show that maybe he didn't care, but maybe he just changed it up and then it started to work. And then we're all superstitious in nature at times, right? So I really feel like that it was maybe that it was working and he kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it and let the players be the players. And maybe his mentality was that, you know what? I want to make sure the players know why they love the game. Yeah, I can go off into a whole other different tangent about it, but that was the one that surprised the hell out of me. Okay. And to win eight in a row or to have the, the run that he did. And I believe one and seven was the record at one point. You, you know, I, I think to, to make the run that he did to win that many games in a row is not easy in football. 
Okay, that that's week after week after week, you're winning football games. And yeah, the players are beating the players, but a lot of that does have to do with the coach calling plays, the coordinators on the sidelines, right? They're they're all buying in. You don't think the Flores is talking to the coordinators, helping calling out plays or, you know, kind of problem solving in the moment. Like he was being a coach still at that time. And I really feel that he got kind of hosed more though, more so than anybody. People may think that's an unpopular opinion, but when you win that many games in a row, I think it almost fields a second chance, unless it is true though, that he did lose the locker room, but it's different if he lost the locker room or if he just stopped doing meetings and players that have to do their own thing, it's fine to go do their own thing. As long as they respect their coach, if that's what works, that's what works. But if he lost the room where like, okay, no players don't want to play for him. People aren't happy. People are complaining, yada, yada, yada. Then yeah. Okay. Then that's another conversation that we don't have breaking news about that. I don't know if anyone will really find that unless you're Adam Shafter. So, uh, you know, I, I really feel that Brian Flores is the one that got, uh, that holds the most hike. I to win that many games in a row. That's impressive. That's hard to do. That is very hard to do to win that many games in a row. And obviously the players bought into something despite if it was the coach or if they decide, Hey, I just want to throw a Hail Mary today because I feel like it. Not saying that they did. I don't even really think they did throw any Hail Marys, but they they kind of were able to create an atmosphere that caused a winning uh, winning environment. And to win that many games in a row, I can tell you right now, there's teams that would be begging to win that many games in a row so they'd be in the playoffs right now. The Dolphins are a little bit too late to that party, but they made things interesting. It made it seem that the Dolphins are on the right track or in the right wave, if you will, pun intended, uh, to getting on track with being a more successful organization and to be a team that wins eight in a row to get fired. I disagree. And I mean, he was doing, I don't know, he was doing something right there. It just, the whole situation doesn't smell right, but I mean, that's what we'll find out one day. It'll come out one day. At one day down the road, either on a podcast, who knows, could be ours, or it might even come uh, from a upload from our good friend through us, through us, good friends, sorry, should I should say through ESPN, which other sponsor through the game sports show. So dolphins, all the coach firings, very interesting, certainly for sure. What I kind of want to dive into was two kind of points leading to our uh, conclusion side was, yes, I want to talk about a couple of the games. uh, And what I'll say quickly is that the Raiders and Bengals, I really just, I don't think the Bengals are a divisional team in terms of uh, being a division champion. I just think that the division was a little off this year. I still have question marks for the Bengals, but the game that I'm watching, my game of the weekend, and people are going to be surprised by it. Just kidding. Cardinals and Rams. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals and Rams are gonna, is going to be one of the best games, if not the best games this weekend. But the one that's going to be extremely underrated that I don't think is getting enough attention. And I could be wrong. Maybe that it is. But following Bill's Helmet Bar on Instagram, which is a good friend of the show, Bill's Helmet Bar, and they're going to be doing stuff on our TGEM platform or TGM network platform, I should say. Sorry, make sure I say things correctly. They're partying hard in Buffalo right now. Bill, uh, Bill's Mafia is in full effect. And I think that's going to be a doozy of a football game. Okay. Tonight at 8:15, people that are going to be watching that game, it doesn't matter if you're watching the Leafs play the St. Louis blues tonight, or you're watching, 
uh, the Food Network, Bobby Flay, I don't know, whatever the heck you're watching. Don't worry, you're changing the channel to watch that game, okay? Or you're flipping split screen, you know, back and forth or picture in picture. I don't know if that's still a thing. I never even checked if that's a thing on my TV. It probably is. But that, I think, Justin, is the game uh, that with the Cardinals and Rams, out to the exception of that, which is an obvious pick. That's my one of my favorite games this weekend because I think that's going to be a doozy. And the Bills... They just got that team that I feel like they can go further. Like, I don't, I feel like Josh Allen hasn't been Allen. I really feel like the Bills haven't been the Bills, and the playoffs are a different monster. I really feel like they're going to have a great coming out party. The Eagles and Bucks, by far, is the toilet bowl this weekend. And I can't believe I'm saying that about Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, The Buccaneers defending Super Bowl champions. I can't believe I'm saying that. But how I don't like I can pull up stats on this game, the nine, eight Eagles and the 13 and 14 Buccaneers. Now that I'm talking shit about how the Eagles got there, watch, go ahead and watch them. <laughs> they'll probably win. They'll probably win their game and we'll look, I'll look like an idiot. But you know what? Uh, it just this. I can't see that happening with this game. I just really can't. The, the Buccaneers can literally get Tom Brady in the game. <laughs> Good little four or five touchdown passes. And you know what? Maybe send him out for the fourth quarter. He won't want to. But you know what? This is a type of game where I think it's going to slip away fast unless the Eagles can get on the Buccaneers quick in the first quarter. If they can get two touchdowns in the first quarter, make it 14-0, then have the Buccaneers play from behind, you're either going to activate Tom Brady when they played the Falcons in the Super Bowl when they're down 28-3. Sorry, Dane Hancho, host of the one of the hosts of the game sports show. Uh, but also, you may also activate a Tom Brady who get maybe a little frustrated, which is a thing. Okay. The giants showed that in their super bowl where they're able to contain Tom Brady. So that the Eagles are not the giants of the Eli Manning with winning the super bowl. So I, I can't see this team. The Eagles just beating the Buccaneers. Okay. I'm talking about a whole bunch of points and facts, and it just doesn't make sense. So that's my toilet bowl uh, for the weekend. I know maybe Justin, your toilet bowl might be the Niners and Cowboys. I could be wrong. Or maybe this is your toilet bowl, the Buccaneers and Eagles. Uh, but this weekend has a lot of interesting games, a lot of interesting lines that can happen. But what if you're not a true football fan, if you can't sit there for two things and say this this weekend, I hope Ben wins for Ben. And I hope Stafford wins for the Lions. <laughs> okay. Those are the thoughts going through my head this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm on the David Carr train. I mean, I'd like to see Ben win, but I think it's, David Carr is going to be playing on another level today. That's. Yep. And, and to be honest, if they don't win, that might be his last game as a Raider. You might see him just kind of see ya. See you later. And Marcus Mariota is on that team too. Yeah. I love Marcus Mariota. That's why I'm a big uh, fan of the Oregon Ducks, which people know my college level discussion, which I will not talk college football. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> and walk, walk away. And walking away from the conversation. Now, Hike, we've touched on a lot of points there. We had a lot to talk about at the beginning of the show, a lot of news catch up, a lot of points, a lot of facts, a lot of questions I had to answer in terms of some messages. What is this? The YouTube channel, a lot. We had to make sure to get some love for the businesses because of the lockdowns going on. We talked about the Colts and Steelers, two teams that we cheer for, and we talked playoffs. We talked our pick em. We talked everyone's ear off, as we always do, and we hope everyone enjoyed it. But is there any final thoughts that you have? Uh, I mean, uh, not not really right. I mean, let's let's see how this goes this weekend, and we'll reevaluate next week. 
Next week will be the divisional round, which will be four games. It'll be two on Saturday and two on Sunday. So we do plan next week to hopefully be back on schedule with our show for Wednesday, uh, because that will allow us to talk about this week a little bit more as it leads to next week. Uh, So we do plan to have a show on Wednesday for in the pocket, just so everybody knows. Uh, And that we also do have top shelf. We do project to record a top shelf uh, tomorrow uh, or on Tuesday, which is the 18th, if worse comes to worse, but it seems it'll be tomorrow, uh, the 16th. So some new shows coming up. Our next special edition upload, uh, we do plan to be uploaded on the 24th. I'm not going to tell you who it is going to be yet. Let me tell you, it's a doozy of a show. It's another very big guest or guests combined intent. Uh, lots to really come on with the game sports show and our new shows will be transitioning to video as well in the very near future, along with the full launch of the T G E M network platform. Our, uh, I guess you can say our parent <laughs> channel, if you will, along with of course, ESPN 1400, which is on Mondays at 6 PM with Scott Mason. As far as I know, that is still going to be a go on Monday as well this week, which I'll be tuning in with Scott for our usual one segment since I can't go in person yet. Thank you. COVID I haven't been across the river in two years. I missed it. <laughs> gas across the river but i do promote the gas near the reserve here uh heichel uh, that's near the ranking uh have you, tried, have you gone down there i have uh, i gotten gas twice from there uh i filled up my truck and i saved uh from comparisons different places about 35 40 dollars uh in savings for gas so uh we don't have any gas companies that we have our for sponsors and i'm not saying these uh, are going to be ones either uh but certainly uh the the gen gas station uh near the ranking in Saint Marie, ontario uh is definitely been fantastic to go to it's worth the drive over just i'm all i'm all about deals i like a good deal yeah go there justin if you haven't yet have you went no well, i barely i barely leave the west end you know that oh i think it's worth if yourself and your and of course uh maybe take the fam down for a little ride through the east end because you can pack a sandwich uh and go down for a little nice tour across to saint marie uh pack a sandwich pack a sandwich uh but it is worth the trek down there because the gas is fantastic and you get a points card there i'm giving them free promotion right now hey eh? it's amazing uh, i mean you had me a points card points card and it builds up money for you to eventually fill up. And as you have savings, you're still accumulating money. So they're always going to be the cheapest in town. They promise. So hopefully that remains. They are almost 20 cents cheaper than anywhere else in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Amazing. Amazing. Love that. I had to talk about that. Maybe they'll reach out and maybe be a sponsor. Maybe I'll have to ask them. I don't know if that will ever be a thing though. The game sports show in the pocket edition, this (laughs) is season five, new year's edition, 2022, technically episode as I mentioned, episode 16, episode 17, slash 18, but is our New Year's episode. And we have more coming up within the pocket as the playoffs gets underway today. Justin, thanks for taking the time, my friends. Uh, I know we'll be talking tomorrow and we'll be talking in the coming days with uh, other shows coming up. Uh, but I'm hoping that you're going to be cheering for Big Ben next uh, uh, tomorrow, which seems like you are. So I've got the black and yellow going. I got my Troy Polamalu jersey ready to wear favorite stealer ever by the way so everyone wants to know that as i'll be hoping for a good long playoff run not going to hold my breath because of a lot of reasons but you know what let's hope this is a very exciting playoffs and let's hope it's full of surprises and you know what i wouldn't mind i honestly wouldn't mind a new um super bowl champion <laughs> not, gonna, not gonna hold my breath not gonna hold my breath but 
when EJ and Tyler are on, we are going to disclose our Super Bowl picks as a wild card completes. Uh, so we'll have that next week. Lots to get to. Justin, again, thank you for taking the time uh, to come on the show today, my friend. Well, yeah, no problem. It's good to be here. Always good to chat. Always fun to chat. And it's finally good to connect. We had a few weeks layoff and uh, listeners have been waiting for it. Our last upload, I guess, was Theo Fleury on December 27th, which wasn't too long ago. Uh, but our last in the pocket show was uh, December 16th. So it feels good to talk in the pocket and get caught up. So listeners, make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe. All the Game Sports Show platforms as well. Go over to our YouTube channel. Not the Game Sports Show. It's the TGEM network platform. Subscribe on there. It's obviously the TGEM YouTube channel, uh, but we are under their sports category there with the game entertainment and media, which uh, there's a lot of good things coming with that platform. Let me tell you, we're very excited to be a part of that. Now for Justin Heichel, for the whole crew on the game sports show and for yours truly, I am here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes and shoot your shots. Booyah.